0: What's up guys, welcome to Press Y, my name is Kelton Burns, today I am joined by Cameron Donahoe. Hello,
1: I'm Cameron Donahoe, joined by Kelton Burns.
0: This is uh, episode one of Press Y. Uh, we're going to do a weekly gaming news roundup for you guys. Uh, so yeah, I just uh, I went around and I gathered up some worthwhile topics. You so, wrangled
1: up the content like a little content cowboy, did you? I did. And Hit I'm the old content it, ranch.
0: Serve it right. I don't like the ranch. Why? But anyway. uh
1: What about dude ranch? I don't like any. Does that make you feel better?
0: Anything to do with ranch, I, I, I'm not going to be involved. Here we go. All right. Microsoft drama. Let's get into it. California judge has ruled that Microsoft is allowed to close its acquisition of Activision Blizzard after five days of testimonies. Microsoft will still face an antitrust case by the Federal Trade Commission. Now this ruling is already being appealed by the FTC, so they are going to appeal the acquisition before the other case the antitrust case so during that ruling the jug the judge made some notable comments which included how Microsoft has committed kind of in writing actually. in public and in court to keep call of duty on PlayStation for 10 years they made an agreement with Nintendo to bring call of duty to switch and they have entered several agreements to for the first time, bring activision's content to several cloud gaming services she ended mm-hmm. by saying that all of this evidence suggests that this acquisition will provide more consumer access to call of duty and other activision titles instead of less finally this, finally, finally you know, call of duty I, for the people call of duty on the switch is what i have been waiting for you guys really um no <laughs> it's not gonna run well we already know this it's gonna be horrible but A lot. Hey,
1: of, it's doable you know, to all Let's those do, yeah, I mean, to so all those is, homies like, the, who uh, only had a Wii growing up and had to play Call of Duty strictly on the Wii, you're seen.
0: Shout out and my heart's out for all the kids who had to play Witcher Three on the Switch or even Fortnite on the Switch. Like it's got to be rough out there. You know how uh, it's meant to be played. <laughs> yeah how it was intended to, yeah. to be experienced uh, a lot of drama has come out from this court case um over all these testimonies that have been taking place one document that uh microsoft provided included its perspective on its competition within that paragraph on price Mar- microsoft argued that the switch should be considered in the same market as a playstation and, and an xbox and argued that it is in third place behind the playstation 5 and switch in terms of sales they also argued that a PlayStation five slim is coming at the end of this year at a reduced price point that's going to further increase competition for them um, when it comes to selling their xbox i thought this was interesting because we haven't had any announcement from playstation itself that there's a slim console coming
1: that is interesting do you agree with that statement that the switch should be considered to be part of the same like demographic as playstation and uh xbox definitely i mean
0: i mean we just talked about how
1: wildly different to me
0: okay i will say that like playstation and xbox are probably directly competing with each other in terms of like you know they're both consoles that offer basically the same thing and nintendo usually kind of goes outside the box when it comes to their content but i think nintendo does that to its own benefit it helps set it aside but in that same vein like we just talked about call of duty is coming to the switch uh switch games like tears of the kingdom will probably sweep game of the year awards away from games that are coming out on those other two consoles so i I would definitely argue that it's in the same vein you know it gets the same same games for the most part i wonder if nintendo even wants to have uh acquisitions like this
1: happen where they get the rights to have call of duty and like i don't know like apex legends these big like console tying uh Titles because I bet it does kind of put them in view of uh, being closer competitors with PlayStation and with Xbox. It seems like it might almost be counterproductive to have some of these titles, at least
0: for Nintendo's sake. Call of Duty is one of the biggest franchises in the world, so I don't think it would hurt to have uh, those titles available for, you know. Yeah, I I, I
1: agree. But, like, if you're going to get a game that's going to be running like shit on your console and it's going to puts you in the crosshairs of other consoles or console companies, I guess. I, I don't know. It just seems like there is potential for it to n- be a little negative, I guess. I see... I do understand like how having such a successful game franchise on your console is important. I'm just saying
0: that maybe there's a little, little uh, sour to this sweet, you know? I mean, let's remember that Nintendo has been around for longer than both Sony and Microsoft have been in, in the game. They... Took down Sega in their day. So, uh, yes, yeah, the Goliath Sega. The Goliath. And they marched on as a, Atari fell as well. So, we'll see. You know, maybe they'll outlast uh, Microsoft or Sony. Do you think we'll ever get another uh, competitor in the console market? Do you think anyone will ever, like, uh, carve out another piece of the pie? We saw like, Google Stadia try and fail recently.
1: Yeah. I mean, I honestly don't see it happening. I would love to see someone try to put, like, if it did happen, they would have to do a, a pull of Nintendo and put, like, like such a insane twist on the console for people to buy it like there's no way another company is just going to put out another regular console that like it doesn't really innovate mechanically uh, mechanically uh be- because people are just so ingrained with uh either
0: Sony or Microsoft at this point there's just really no point it's interesting that you bring that up because one of the statements made by the Xbox president during this trial was how Xbox he, he claimed that Xbox has lost the console wars and they and he said that because in his statement that they lost the the great the biggest generation the most important gen which was Xbox One and PS4, and that was because during that gen, most consumers established their digital libraries on those consoles, mm. and now those digital libraries are being carried forward, so that's going to come into a major play when you're deciding to buy your next console. Do you want to lose your whole digital library of games that you got through PS Plus or that you bought digitally or whatever, uh, or do you want to you know, completely start on a clean slate and i think at least in his eyes and you have to remember that this is coming from a place of arguing for them winning their acquisition of such a massive company so yeah. remember that but uh
1: yeah a little biased but well, i think it's a, a valid, valid point, point honestly. trying to paint
0: themselves as the underdog for sure but i think it's a super valid point though i that
1: yeah. i totally agree with that
0: i wonder how many gamers out there would decide to buy a console just because it has call of duty on it like in, let's say in 10 years they take call of duty off the playstation i wonder if there's i group i mean i guess there must be right there must be a group of gamers out there such a dedicated fucking fan base for that ip it's crazy which i think it's also important we remember that pc is like i guess you could consider you know a a continuously rising uh competitor in the console market moving forward apple is taking their recent court filing against in the apple versus epic case there bringing that to the su- or petitioning for it to go to the Supreme Court. They want a Supreme Court ruling on it. They're appealing the ruling. And this comes from the 2020 Apple versus Apple. Epic case. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> antitrust lawsuit. Well, Apple's resulted. a Brazil. tongue twister yeah. there. Tongue, Epic. Epic versus Apple. Like the- <laughs> anyway, the court ruled in favor of Apple on 9 out of 10 counts in the original case, but it did rule that Apple must allow third-party purchases in its apps. This bypasses Apple's unusual 30% cut that it gets through purchases made on its systems. So they want that changed. They believe it was an unfair ruling that was following a California law and then applied to all of its devices across the U.S. So they're going straight to the Supreme Court or petitioning at least for the Supreme Court to look at this case and maybe set a standard that will either reverse or set a standard that it would work against Apple. Uh, there's no guarantee that the Supreme Court will he- take on this case, though, because they review about 7,000 cases a year and only hear 100, 150 such. But uh, it's worth noting that maybe, maybe they'll take on Apple's case, and maybe they'll rule that Apple should get its 30% cutback from microtransactions.
1: Poor little Apple, not getting their advertisement money.
0: Yeah, I know, right? Like, man, 30% of every purchase made... On like Candy Crush and Clash of Clans and Fortnite Mobile, that uh, that's got to be a big chunk of cash. That right is there. an
1: ins- like a ludicrous amount of money. That's a ludicrous yeah. amount of money.
0: But I think the old mob pop shop that is Apple, I think they'll be okay. I think they will continue to thrive in these trying times. I looked into what the market standard on these like thirty percent microtransaction cuts are, and thirty percent is the standard across most physical and digital storefronts, the PlayStation store, Steam, mm-hmm. like even if you shop at Kroger and you buy a game for retail, you're they're getting a thirty percent cut. The only place I could find this being a little different was the Epic Game Store, who takes a twelve percent cut, which they claim covers uh transaction fees and stuff like that. So that allows developers to take 88% of their sales. I thought that was kind of cool. But yeah, out of the legal news, Naughty Dog's co-president has stepped down. His name, Evan Wells. He was the co-president of Naughty Dog since 2005. He joined the company in 1998 after working on Jam and Earl and Panic on Funkotron for the Sega. And then Gex and Gex Hell enter the Gecko <laughs> bro. for Crystal Dynamics. The Gex G, bro yeah <laughs> and then eventually he joined naughty dog 1998 he worked on crash bandicoot warped and he'd continue to work as a lead designer until becoming co-president of naughty dog in 2005 so this leaves neil Druckmann, who has worked as a programmer designer creative director and writer at naughty dog since 2004 as the the lone president of naughty dog i thought this was kind of cool that it seems like all the presidents or at least these two in particular started out as like programmers at naughty dog and then eventually worked up to being president because i feel like a lot of times you see companies hire people who have been presidents of other companies yeah just kind of you know. get fostered in but yeah one thing i think about interesting about naughty dog they've always had two presidents um and every time that one of them has stepped down usually another person gets promoted to co-president so i'm curious if neil Druckmann will promote probably internally uh someone else to co-president but we'll see i, I like wonder- neil Druckmann. Yeah, I
1: like Neil Druckmann a lot. I think he's got a good head on his shoulders. Uh I like
0: do you think they need a co president? I mean I have no idea how the internal I mean I uh, guess systems at Naughty Dog work, it might be helpful to have two different uh opinions instead of one, but no. Fair. I don't know.
1: Yeah, man. Uh yeah. That's I mean, I love Naughty Dog, and if that other guy was an important piece to make Naughty Dog work, then that's a that's a real shame. But I have full faith in the Druckster. To make up for it?
0: Uh, It's kind of interesting that this other guy, Evan, Evan Wells, worked on Gex and Gex Enter the Gecko because that Gex trilogy was just announced on July 12th during the Limited Run Games Digital Showcase that it is being remastered for all major platforms coming from Square Enix and remastered through the Carbon Engine. There's no release date yet, and there's no gameplay revealed, but it was announced. Thank God, right guys? The Gex trilogy i don't think a lot of people had nostalgia for it honestly i played it as a kid a little bit i think honestly a lot of the like buzz around this game comes from uh donkey's gex videos yeah. <laughs> which is crazy the amount of power that you have right
1: yeah it's kind of nuts they're kind of they can be used for marketing in their own ways i guess um yeah one
0: of, one of my friends scotty he uh, he's a video game developer he talked about how if, if like markiplier plays your game you've made it you've made it then <laughs> Like, that's your sales are going to go through the roof if Markiplier decides to play your game.
1: That is big facts. I want to see, like, how Markiplier affected, like, the indie horror game community just in general. Like, when he, when his shit started going, like, really viral.
0: It's got to be, like, the eye of Sauron, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Scanning Mordor until it falls upon, like, a specific game. And then that game, boom. I and mean, that's pretty it.
1: much what happened to, like, Five Nights at Freddy's. I guess it wasn't just Markiplier, but, like,. That was a big thing that YouTubers rocketed into the popularity stratosphere.
0: Back on the topic of Naughty Dog. Mm. Last of Us Part 3 mm. has rumors coming out. I don't like to get too deep into rumors and what ifs and speculations and leaks, but Last of Us Part 3 rumors have begun to circulate. And and then I, the next one, uh,
1: Ellie gets a mech. That's a fact. That is a fact. Ellie, she gets a mech in the next one. It's sick. It's <laughs>
0: fire (laughs) i have i uh, actually i read deep into that fan theory they're gonna have like a gundam type dude uh, actually completely unrelated and i didn't plan on talking about this today but armored (laughs) core six comes out next next month and i've never played an armored core game but i'm since the last armored core came out which i think that was like in the mid-2000s i've become a big from software fan you know dude Mm -hmm. all the dark souls stuff Yes. And so I have a lot of faith in them as a developer and this, I've been watching gameplay earlier, actually. Um, and Armored Core 6 looks like a good time. I'm very, uh, you know, I'm very interested in it. I'm insanely excited for Armored Core 6. Mostly I'm, it, insa- it, like, I'm... Your first Armored Core? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I'm definitely not an OG Armored Core fan, Uh, but I am a very big FromSoft fan and I will play literally anything that they make. So, and this looks super new and like different than what they have been doing so i am fucking here for it
0: yeah i was browsing the comments on the gameplay video and there's just so many people that are like oh wow i can't believe armored Core is is back i love armored core this looks like a mix of two and three or it looks a little slower than four and i'm like damn i don't know where any of these armored core fans came from i hadn't even heard of this game until this announcement for the sixth one and i don't know if that just says something about my ignorance but like the gameplay looks fun they're,
1: according to the Armored Core wiki, uh, there are 13
0: main Armored
1: Core games. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, just... Uh, they I guess have never been that big into, up. like,
0: mech media. Same. yeah. Of, like, I, Evangelion.
1: I've never really... Yeah, I, I like... Evangelion is probably one of the few... I guess I like Pacific Rim. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I thought that had its moments. But, yeah, for the most part, it's just kind of like big robots, like, bumping into each other. Which is kind of like a... Okay. Okay. <laughs> um but i mean i've never really played a whole lot of mech games uh so maybe this will be the one to change my mind
0: armored core six but okay back to what i was talking about last of us <laughs> sorry the show no nah, this i mean that was my tangent uh the show just got nominated for 24 awards yeah i They've gotta awards. like keep expanding
1: on this right i mean it's endings. just like such a fucking money machine i feel like it doesn't even make sense to to not like like both with the game and the show you know I feel like they kind of
0: have to at this point. Their hands are a bit tied. Yeah, I mean, as long as they don't do, like, uh, you know, a Game of Thrones, start making up the story or something like that. Just follow follow Druckmann's vision on this one, I I would say.
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel like so long as Druckmann uh, is, like, is playing lead on this, it'll be fine. But, I mean, things have happened like this in the past where, like, IPs have just, like, gotten way too successful way too fast and they just had to keep grinding out content because of it and the the series as a whole kind of suffered for it so I, I would like to see where we're at like five years down the line to see if like the uh the last of us series really uh is is still a cash cow and still like r-
0: remains as quality as it is today i'm, I'm right there with you like Last of us is definitely one of my favorite uh game series and the, i liked the show i think i i prefer the game but i like the show as well and i'm excited to see just more from that more from that series mm-hmm. i know there's a multiplayer game coming out and i don't know if I- i'll play it right but what draws me to last of us is definitely the story
1: right and plus with the new edition of the like they're doing a new dlc where it's just a rail shooter but ellie strictly gets <laughs> to shoot dogs in it i think that's gonna really just rocket propel the quality of the game
0: it's like a uh, duck hunter
1: yeah but dog <laughs> dog hunt <laughs> Dog hunt. I, I know everyone loved how you could shoot all the the dogs in The in, uh,
0: Last of Us 2. So they're like, we got to capitalize on that. Yeah, the whole shooting dog thing was just really awesome. <laughs> I, I can't yeah. agree more, man. And they get you I one was... of those like arcade cabinet like plastic guns. That'd be sick. It says dog hunter on the side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Canine unit. <laughs> now, I had a great segue on a recent headline that I was going to use here about how the co-writer on The Last of Us who wrote The Last of Us show with Neil Druckmann has requested to have his name removed from The Borderlands 3 film because apparently The Borderlands 3 film is currently in development hell. They finished shooting it in 2021 and then they had test running, test audiences watch the movie in 2022 and after that it went back into development hell and now they're doing reshoots. So there was this headline about how Craig Mazin or Mazin Greg Mazin or Mazin had requested to have his name removed off the Borderlands film, and he was going to go under a pseudonym instead, but now he's walked back those comments and said that he was never a credited writer on the film, and he doesn't know (laughs) whose pseudonym that is, but... Or earlier reports did show that it was his original script it's just gone through so many rewrites now it's like so like hardly I, I don't even know what's it. real anymore i don't know if this guy actually wrote this script i don't know who wrote this script right dude it sounds but, like this guy
1: is trying to pull a ripcord
0: and just get the
1: fuck away from this project
0: yeah and the man the borderlands three movies or not borderlands three just borderlands movie is an enigma to me because they got jack black playing claptrap they got kevin hart playing roland like there's so many Ugh. weird things going on. Kate Blanchett's in the movie, and she called it wacky. Uh, so, you know, I don't know when this movie is going to come out. It has no release date. I never really thought that the Borderlands movie served as a great foundation for a f- film. I mean, the game. I totally agree. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens when the Borderlands movie comes out. The signs right now don't look too Holy good. Holy shit, man. This cast is crazy.
1: Yeah. Bobby exactly. Lee, Kate Blanchett, fucking Jamie Lee Curtis, Kevin Hart. This Kevin is Kevin Hart
0: reportedly trained with Navy SEALs in preparation for that movie. But yeah.
1: Okay. Dude, all that Navy SEAL training down the drain. Come on. Think of her boy Kevin. I really don't ever want to see this movie. I hope it never gets made. I feel very bad for the people who worked on it very hard. Um, but at the same time, this belongs in hell. <laughs> I think and whenever Borderlands, the Borderlands. Borderlands is releases, strictly like a good video game, I think.
0: Whenever the film releases, it will be available on the Roku channel for free streaming following the theatrical release. That's how you know you made it. Next topic Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag remake is on the way. According to Kotaku, who reported that a team at Ubisoft Singapore is involved with the remake. This came from an internal email viewed by Kotaku The detail that some of the Skull and Bones team is assisting with the development of the remake. And then on the topic of Skull and Bones, that game was first revealed in 2017. It's been in development since 2013, initially envisioned as an expansion to Black Flag before transitioning into a Black Flag MMO, before transitioning again to its own game, and that game has seen, like five plus delays and now it's just scheduled for sometime in the 2023 to 2024 year and it has a tv show adaptation on the way i just black flag it, i thought it was a good assassin's creed game it was never my favorite and i realized that it is probably the most favorited assassin's creed game it's pretty wild to me that there's a whole like pirate game skull and bones kind of coming out of that game i think my least favorite part about black flag was the ship combat that was like 90 percent of the game bro which is why I'm not the biggest fan <laughs> of Black Flag. Like, I Assassin's Creed 3, I loved it because I was playing through so much history that I'm very familiar with from, yeah. you know, American history, but then there was all the ship segments, and I was like, wow, this part of the game really drags, and I really don't like this part of the game, but I do like running through the woods and stuff, and then it was like, surprise, next game, all ship combat. It's all ship, baby. It's everything you didn't like in the third game. <laughs> What but I must I be in really the minority of about Black Flag is that you can
1: find shanties for your fucking crew to sing. Sh- I okay, I will that, give you that. That
0: is hype. Those were cool. The More, were cool. give
1: us a guitar hero in the style of strictly pirate sea shanties, where you uh, there's a campaign where you have to like loot in uh, raid cities to find the the sea shanty songs. Maybe challenge the mayor to like a like a like a guitar solo or something. Just just ripping off the top of the dome right now, but uh, I think that was
0: that would be sick. If game developers out there, write this down. <laughs> yep, you're welcome. Cameron's got a golden egg in his head. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just wanted to talk about that. Uh, I didn't. I don't even think that a the Creed Four Black Flag needs a remake. I feel like you can even buy it on PlayStation Five. Like, yeah, it. I think the biggest thing for me is like I
1: totally get remaking this and like for the if for like the next console or something, the next platform that comes out. But like it's so it still looks great, you know? Like I this is not an Assassin's Creed game that needs a fucking remake right now. Like Assassin's Creed one, that'd be crazy. That'd be super cool. Maybe just like update the like the battle mechanics a little bit, dust it off a little bit. I think that'd be cool. But Black Flag, it's just so so so
0: recent. I don't really see the point. I mean the game did come out like what, ten years ago? Dude, even still. Like it, even so. I don't know.
1: I maybe it's just because I'm an old man. An old boomer who just doesn't get it. I think that game looks great just the way it is, you know? I'm not here to body shame uh, a game.
0: Any games you're excited for?
1: Yeah. Um, Microsoft has had their indie developer uh, showcase, and there's a couple really cool ones that striked my fancy, uh, specifically with the art design in a lot of them. There's this one called Scarlet Deer Inn, and it looks... So it's like a like a platforming it looks like a platforming rpg type thing where you're like taking care of an inn but there's like a spooky little mystery and possibly some like dungeon delving but the entire game is done in like an embroidery art style so think uh kind of like arts and crafts yoshi woolly world but like high art like embroidered art um which is super fucking interesting. I've never seen a game ever look like this. And any time an indie developer has the courage to make something like that, I'll always pat him on the back. I'll give this one a go for sure. It doesn't look too intensive. What um, was the name again? It was called Scarlet Deer Inn. It's definitely worth just checking out okay. the art alone because it's just, you've never seen a video game do this before. Um, and think of like the art style is kind of like, you if you go to like a grandma's house and they have like a bunch of pillows with like uh like sewn on art onto it that is similar to how it looks um okay. another game that looks really cool that was announced at the showcase is a uh, hellboy a uh, web of weird uh it looks fucking awesome actually the uh it's made by it's being developed by upstream arcade and it's being made in partnership with dark horse comics
0: uh, dude, the Hellboy series has so much crazy stuff in it.
1: Yeah, dude, and it's it that looks, universe. It looks fucking awesome, man. Uh, the art style looks incredible. I feel like that's in part to being partnered with uh, Dark Horse, uh, and the uh, it, 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 the gameplay doesn't look like anything revolutionary, but just looks like some good, like beat 'em up, almost Arkham style, uh, fisticuff fighting. Which, yeah, I mean. I'm down. I I love Hellboy, so anything additional, I'm down for. Um and then another game called Monolith Requiem of the Ancients which just looks like a kind of the opposite of the other two. Uh it like the the story and art style doesn't look like anything special, it looks pretty cute. Um but just the fucking gameplay and combat mechanics look really well fleshed out. Um, a lot of magic, a lot of sword gameplay. It seems like there's a lot of uh, different enemy types that you can interact with, so I'm, I'm going to keep my eyes out for these three for sure. Nice.
0: Oh, yeah. Later this month, Pikmin 4 releases. Do you think you'll be picking that up? Uh, Maybe. I Pikmin 1
1: was one of my favorite Nintendo games growing up, and I have not touched any more Pikmin. And I also barely touched Pikmin 1 but what I did experience <laughs> I really
0: enjoyed so I mean I'd be willing to give it a go honestly yeah uh, there's a lot of good games still coming out this year just to like list off a few we got Baldur's Gate 3 which oh I wanted to talk about Baldur's Gate 3 Baldur's Gate 3 it just recently was announced I don't know if, how, how familiar are you with like Baldur's Gate I mean it's just series? that's like or the one like that's just d d right Divinity Original Sin I'm pretty damn familiar with Divinity Original Sin Okay, so Baldur's Gate 3 is being made by the team who made Divinity Original Sin, Divinity Original Sin 2, and this one is going to be strictly based off the D&D 5e rules, the 5th edition. That's they just announced sick. that you could romance the druid and have sex with them while he's in bear form. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> a game for me. They get it. Yeah. That's,
1: that's a huge mechanic, man. We've been pushing for that. The pledges are working off. Thank you.
0: Thank you, pledges. For signing to, for this. We're making a change. Yeah, we got Baldur's Gate 3, which is coming out next month, August 3rd for PC, and then it's gonna hit PS5 on September 6th. Uh I think maybe an Xbox version is in development, but no release date confirmed. Sorry, I am
1: so excited for Baldur's Gate 3, just because I'm such a big DD nerd. But I I'll be interested. I haven't played any of the beta or anything, and I've had friends who I play DD with who have played it and they said it's pretty good. I. Uh, Personally, I think that D D is kind of a nightmare to turn into something as controlled as a video game, uh, because it's like such a heavily improvised game. Uh, so I'm interested to see if my love kind of translates to a D and D game that is significantly more scripted than like a D and D session just with the boys.
0: Yeah, and if I I will say though, if there's any studio that I would be like, okay, maybe they could do it. It's the people who made Divinity Original Sin two because that was the most That was the closest experience I've ever had playing D&D.
1: Yeah, Larian Studios is pretty fucking incredible. Like, the amount of depth in Divinity Original Sin 2 is wild. And I feel like that's super important if you're going to nail down D&D. Like, you need options and shitloads of dialogue options. You need to be able to fuck some bears. You need to be able to do some hoodrat shit. You got to be able to
0: do what you want when you want. Well said, Cameron. Thanks, man. And I think that's going to wrap it up for today's weekly news roundup. Uh, I guess let's go. Let's go play some games. Let's go play some fucking games, gamers. Wait, what? What games are you gonna be playing today? Before we Before we head out, what games are you gonna be playing Ooh. this week?
1: Ooh, baby. Uh, I mean, I got the the holy trinity of games I always play, which is Apex Legends, Super Smash Bros, and Tetris, because those are the games I just play on on loop at all times. Um. But you know, I I've been rocking. Uh, Alan Wake just dropped for uh, the Sony PlayStation Plus for this month, like the free game. So I'm probably gonna keep
0: rocking the Alan Wake remaster. It's been pretty solid. Hell yeah, yeah! You should definitely get through that in, in preparation for Alan Wake 2, because that's gonna be a game I'm gonna heavily talk about <laughs> okay, <laughs> on Press Y. Score. Uh, I'm gonna be continuing my Final Fantasy XVI journey. I just wrapped up the Horizon Forbidden West DLC, uh, and then you know, Apex Legends you know hell yeah brother some good some solid stuff i think i'm looking into getting pikmin it would be my first pikmin but i think it's
1: if you haven't played pikmin before i think it's like very much so worth the purchase i think everyone should play at least one pikmin because it's like a very extremely charming game and like i'm the art style i think still holds up and is like sets itself apart from other games so there is very few feelings that are as heartbreaking as just losing hundreds of little Pikmin creatures due to your negligence. Uh, and that is something that no other game has really uh, copied in my mind's eye. And so I, wow. I think everyone should experience that loss. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So there you hear from Cameron. For anyone experience, that wants to experience some loss, Pikmin 4 is coming out July 21st. Thank you guys for tuning in with Press Y. We'll be back next week. With another roundup of some headlines. Yeah, maybe we can um, we can trauma bond about Pikmin at the end of the month. Who knows? All right. All right. See you guys later. See you guys.